Welcome back to another episode of It's Gotta Be Close to Your Favorite Podcast at this point if you keep coming back. Um, But yeah, welcome back to another episode of Bull Perceptions. We have a really interesting episode for you all today. Uh, We have on Kevlo, Kevin Loesch. Both George and I went to school with him in high school. And I also went to school with him in college. He's a really, really good dude that's been through some shit. I mean, you'll hear it firsthand that his high school experience was not the best. You know, getting bullied and everything for putting himself out there and trying to follow what he loves to do. And so we talk about that. We talk about all the good things he has going on right now. He has his own podcast. I might be going to work for Riff Raff. I mean, the kid is doing some exciting things. And it was a really, really fun conversation with him. He brings tremendous energy. And it was kind of weird, too. I think I bring it up in the episode. But essentially, we have similar mindsets with the law of attraction, positivity, all that hippie stuff that has a lot more truth to it than uh, seems to be believed. Um, So we talk about all that stuff. Just want to give a little bit of a disclaimer. The audio uh, for the episode, it kind of cuts in some parts. We were doing it over Zoom. The internet connection wasn't great. But I wanted to or we wanted to make sure to release this episode because it is so good. So I am sure you guys will enjoy it. And this is one of the ones that you you should share with somebody because I guarantee there's a lot of people out there that have been through similar shit, and Kevlo does does not slow down. He doesn't let it affect him. He keeps going, and I have a whole hell of a lot of respect for the dude. Um, so yeah, enjoy the episode. I'm sure you will, and I hope you guys all have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you, guys. Hello, 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 hello. Hola in Spanish is hello. Bold perceptions. We're back. Jake, me, my name is George. If you don't know. And we got a special guest, Kevlo. Kevlo, introduce yourself, baby. It's been a while. Hey, what's good, everybody? I appreciate y'all for having me on, man. My name is Kevlo. I'm a concert promoter from the Twin Cities area, and I happen to be uh, from the same high school as these fuckboys. <laughs> all right, all right. We haven't been called that yet on air, but uh, we'll go with it. Maybe this will be a trend starting today. But um, yeah, uh, we went to high school together. Jake and Kevin went to college together. Went on a state. Winona State, the Warriors, the Warriors themselves. And um, we actually, we stumbled across Kevlo's podcast, and we're podcasters, of course, so, you know, the world collided there, the Big Bang Theory in real time. (laughs) And uh, let's start with that, Kevlo. What are you doing? What's going on? Yeah, man. So, like, I just did the podcast because it was quarantine, and I was like, well, what can I do during quarantine to like leverage the music industry because i was like i always want to be doing something with music and i still make music for fun i'm like building up a vault of stuff but i do the podcast it's called kev's perspective and essentially it's when i heard bold perceptions i was like that shit's fucking hilarious um but kev's perspective is a podcast where i uh bring on guests each week and they give their insight and perspective on the music industry whether it be touring uh recording and uh any kind of like you know good live experiences that they can talk about um to give you that inside scoop of the music industry these conversations happen behind doors when i'm backstage with these artists this is what goes down and what conversations we have so it's like an open forum podcast kind of like yours just kind of like showing the people a different side of artists it's really cool so you decided to actually make use of your time over and not just uh, sit and watch Netflix? Yeah, no, 100%, bro. I can't. I'm not, I've never been a person to sit down. Like, I, even when I was going to college, like, I was starting my own business. And then before in high school, I was making music. And, like, my Kevlo is an LLC. Like, in high school and senior year, I made it a real business. So since I was 17 years old, I've had a business at all times to worry about. Love that. Love that. And uh, so, honestly, I didn't even know that. We were going to high school. Um, we were always buddies, you know, behind we, yeah. we were dark horse friends, Kevlo. I mean, we were always getting yeah. good out of each other, but I didn't even know that. And I, uh, I really respect that. Cause at that point in high school, the usual path is kind of, you know, bang out the grades, get that three Oh or whatever you need to get into college. And then from there kind of steady your way up to getting, you know, the good old ops job the nine to five. But yeah. how did you, cause I, I really did not even know this. So this is captivating. How did you come? the conclusion that you wanted to LLC something so quick like that 
Yeah, man. Well, like, I don't know. I think it was out of, out of like spite because, um, again, as you both know, I was like made fun of in high school for three out of my four years, like consistently every single day I would get like harassed in my locker. And like, it was just a constant thing, man. And, um, my buddy, Andy, Andy, Wynn shouts out, Wynn's working for Boston scientific now. Um, he, uh, yeah. So you two have already won. You guys, no, dude, all my all my friends have won, bro. So my buddy Mason works for Bose, and now he's worked for Apple as a computer engineer or software engineer. Uh, my buddy Andy now works for Boston Scientific. My buddy Mason's getting his PhD in physics and works for a college. Like me, my one of my good friends, DJ Sad Reels, now uh, DJ for Young Thug and Lil Kid. Like what? all my friends, yeah, all my friends win, man. Like we, we don't lose, period. That's awesome. Okay, I, I like this. The, uh, this is coming off hot. I love this. You got yeah, the, bro. Period. On too. Look at this. Is that sponsored by yeah. that? We're doing over quarantine. This is no. This shit is my uh, company's microphone that I like. Was like, fuck you, my boss. I'm gonna fucking take this shit. And he's like, all right. So I took it. <laughs> so did we? Why? Out of spite. That's why you created the LLC. Totally out of spite, man. Totally out of spite. Like I also did it because if you look into it, it's really not hard to do for one, but for two, Kevlo was making money. So I was, when I was doing shows, I was making upwards of three to $400 profit. So every time I was doing a show, I was making profit. And I have to like, after as some cap of what you make in revenue, you have to make yourself an LLC. So you don't get like basically the IRS on your ass. You have to pay taxes on it. So I had to make Kevlo an LLC because he was consistently making money because I'll be honest, uh, freshman, sophomore, junior year, I was losing money constantly at shows. I learned the formula and then I sold my tickets. I sold my merchandise and did pretty well and then would reinvest that money back into my business as anyone should. And so since that time, since making out of the spite, where, where is the LLC gone? The LLC is now just a brand, man. Like, it's just chilling. Like, Kevlo is now formed into CLM Presents. So, Kevlo is kind of like a multi-brand, like how I like to explain it. Because I was a VP for a artist empowerment firm, which is like a whole new thing. And that's what I was talking to you about when we were in college was like, I, that was the company I was starting. And then I pivoted from there to be a concert promoter once the opportunity became my way. And now I'm an operations manager. And that entails a lot. But that's what Kevlo, the LLC, is now doing. So Kevlo LLC is pretty much an umbrella for everything else. Then. Absolutely, man. It's the top of the umbrella and then whatever I want to venture into. That's awesome. Damn. Okay, I love this because have you seen uh, The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary? No, honestly, but I saw parts of it. My homies were watching it. Okay, okay. So... And I bring it up because you say you, you start your business a little out of spite, right? Yeah. And MJ, you know, one of the greats, everybody knows. Um, he always would use little things to, you know, piss himself off and keep the motivation going. And yeah. I, love, I love that I'm hearing this right now because uh, to set the scene a little bit for listeners, we went to the same high school. I mean, you did get bullied a little bit, right? And like you were different. You, were, you wanted to do something. A else. lot of it. Don't, don't underplay it. a lot of it. I was sitting in the middle of our football field and people would be chanting my fucking name when I was in, in, uh, in band, bro. Like at prom, I was made fun of, bro. I would get followed home to get my ass kicked. No way. Don't underplay that, bro. Yeah, bro. Don't, I, I got made fun of all the time, bro. So Tim, give me like one of your, like the biggest story that stuck, like that kind of stuck with you and fueled the spite. I didn't know this stuff. Yeah, man. Um, Honestly, it was... It's kind of tough to talk about it, I'm not going to lie, because it, it, take, it takes an emotional toll on you over time. Um, I would say, I don't remember, I remember the specific people, but I'm not going to name names because I'm not like that. But I walked into school one day, freshman year, after, you know, threw my video everywhere. Um, and when that happened, when I walked in the first day of high school, I had a line of people because you know how people would make lines to say what's up to their friends and shit when they would walk in. There was a line of people yelling Kevlo first day of school, making fun of me, laughing at me, doing this, let the money rain, doing this constantly when I walked past him. That when that happened, I figured my high school experience was basically going to be shit the rest of the way. And it was, I'm not going to lie. Every time I've been asked about it in interviews, every time artists ask me about it, high school was not a positive experience for me, man. People, did you all know that people got fired over teachers? like played my video in class to their class and got fired for it, bro. No way. I didn't yeah. I notice. No. Big facts. Yeah. So 
how do you keep your mindset like to stay because i'm in college talking to you right now talking to you, you're very positive you're a go-getter how do you keep that mindset not let it like beat you down well first off man right here y'all see that that's the mentality right there is that the mamba mentality test? that's the mentality baby that's what you got to keep at all times you become a better version of yourself every single day that is why man because uh, honestly too Modson and and kobe and a lot of people like that kept me positive man like five minutes from now could be your best moment so like you always got to think that way and when you think that way i really believe in the law of attraction the universe will bring good shit to you man and that's honestly how i truly believe that's why i've always stayed positive throughout all this shit no matter what so really quick tidbit. I don't know when you got that tattoo, but we, Jake and I have somebody that's been on the podcast a couple of times that is kind of an all-knowing force. She's almost omnipotent. I think she might be. <laughs> and she claims that when you get a tattoo, you like the law of attraction, you attract whatever that tattoo's meaning is. You feel the highs. Yeah. That like energy from it. Yep. So, I mean, when you got that tattoo, did you, can you speak to that? Is that true? Yeah, man, I got this recently, too. I got this in the past month, and that's because, like, I've always believed in it. When Kobe died, it really kind of, like, me and Taylor Johnson were very much big Kobe fans, um, mainly Taylor. That kid fucking was obsessed with Kobe. And uh, and I can really speak to that. Yeah, so I got two tattoos. So this one right here on my forearm is a Leo, and it's a Leo coming out of its shell and, like, ripping out of my skin. And that just means that I'm not going to be afraid to be who I am. Again, back to high school, I was always a shell. I never broke out of my shell, period. I hid in band class, and, like, only my band teacher knew who I was. And then the Mamba Mentality logo was I got it because I've always kept positive. No matter what, I've been through a lot of trials and tribulations. Like, yeah, I'm from Prior Lake, but, man, before that, I was homeless with my mom. So, like, no one really knows the shit that I've been through. So, like, I've always stay positive throughout anything relationships college a lot of shit happened to me so like you know it is what it is man like i, I love life period you know my, my my new girl too um recently started dating this beautiful woman man she's a gem and she's really taught me to be positive every single day and never self-deprecate you self-deprecate you lose period so by the way i just was looking at your instagram story saw the new beautiful woman bought you dinner it's your birthday tomorrow yeah. Happy birthday, early yeah. birthday for Kevlo, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah, thanks, brothers. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, I, she, she bought me dinner. I was on my way back from the gym, and she was like, oh, like, I just bought you dinner just to let you know. And I was like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> but no, dude, that staying positive, the law of attraction, that's something that I've really gotten into over the past year, year and a half since I got sober uh, last year. And, dude, it's crazy what that sort of thing does and the self-deprecation jokes. like. Me and Nick talk about it a lot. A lot of people like to joke and it's on Twitter too. It's like they promote this like, ha ha ha, I hate my life. Like, and then everybody likes it. And it's, it kind of just spreads like a virus in you. And like, even if you're joking, that shit sticks subconsciously. Yeah, bro. No, a hundred percent. Um, and I, I believe that self self-deprecation doesn't look good on anybody. Um, and I remember, bro, by the way, Jake, congratulations. I just listened to that episode today, your year. And that's big because, and we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm not going to lie, man. I, I saw you zanned out in class, bro. Like I was, I would watch Jake Ryan zanned out in class. And I was like, that man's fucked up. Like, and I literally would, and I remember, I remember this shit. And I'm, I'm going to call you out because I'm proud of you as fuck for becoming sober, man. Like you've really like, even hearing you talk in that podcast, you really have come to it. Keep it up, man. It's not going to be easy. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Really. Thank you. Cause yeah, dude, you, you would have seen me in those moments. We had, we had a few classes together. I just remember accounting at the end and that it didn't go too well. <laughs> No, nah, we were in accounting classes. We were in marketing classes. We were at some same parties, like, cause we had some similar friends. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was it was a wild time. But yeah, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, man. But yeah, the power of positivity, man, and self-deprecation, two things I've learned that have really changed my life. And that's why I think I am where I'm at in the music industry, for sure. And I'm, I'm blessed to have met my idol, Mod Son. I am blessed to have gone on tour with him just this March. And I am, I am blessed to be where I'm at, man, 100%. And I, I'm very spiritual, so I believe in a lot of that stuff. Like, I'm really happy to be here, so. No, we love that you're here. You're already speaking our language with the law of attraction, you know, staying positive, power of positivity, all that's good, good stuff. You got a Leo tattoo, Aries tattoo, all is well right now, Kevlo. I actually, Jake actually may be able to speak to this. You two both, uh, self-deprecation. Can you kind of explain that? Because I don't know if the listeners truly understand that concept. Yeah, period. Self-deprecation equals don't shit on yourself. Even if it's a joke, like even if you're like, oh man, I, like I used to think every day, bro, I'm fat. I'm not good enough. Like these, these things, whether it be weight, whether it be drugs, whether it be anything, 
do not self-deprecate like oh man i'm just fucked up like no like don't no don't ever shit on yourself period that's what self-deprecation is to me the actual definition i'm i don't need to go into y'all google it but like it's pretty much just don't shit on yourself and that's universally how it's meant yeah i could agree with that that's what i would say would be too i have a question going back a little bit to your uh, leo tattoo and you're breaking out because you said in high school you know you're scared to break out of that show but i feel like with the let the money rain video you kind of came out of that show early and you put yourself out there and it, the feedback obviously wasn't great how did you get back to a point where i'm gonna take myself out of my shell again yeah man honestly um when i made let the money rain it was purely therapeutic because it was my first time turning something into a music into a musical form and it's not easy to do if anyone has tried to do it it's not easy to make a song in general so it had good structure and all that stuff and like when i made it it felt good i didn't care it felt good so i mean like honestly the reason why i keep breaking out of my shell and i started to in high school is because like the more i wrote the better i got and the better i got the more that i could see the feedback change like senior year, people were like, oh, this dude's actually got some good shit. Drew Quinn, man, shouts out to Drew Quinn. He was a big reason why I continue to make music. I made a song called Simple As That. We performed it at our lock-in together. And that, man, was like a big moment in my life for us. And I got to keep doing this music stuff, man. It's too fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I can tell, I remember back, I think it was either freshman or sophomore year in Winona. I watched one of your videos. And I was just like, holy shit, like the production the quality everything was so much improved and it was quality music so i mean obviously yeah so when you're continuing to work put in you get that more confidence and then you're more able to put yourself out there is that kind of how it went it's exactly what it was the more you do it the better you get it's like in, in the gym the more reps you put in like and same thing when when uh, i know y'all play basketball y'all were fucking really good the more y'all shot the better you got so i mean that's really all it was because i remember dude don't i let you allow y'all laughing but i remember playing with you and i was just like nothing compared to y'all like i remember the dream team it was just fucking i think it was uh it was george jake ryan john sebaski uh taylor johnson fucking like there was a ton of people i could keep naming bro that were like it was a dream team and i was sitting there like ah, like i couldn't shoot for shit like <laughs> you hear that listeners we got a little athletic ability yeah that, that might <laughs> that might get us a few new followers i like that but no you're right honestly like it's just like playing basketball it's like any sport more reps i, I think it's the 10 hour rule where if you do it enough you're gonna become very good if not an expert at it and i mean i'm sure you're grinding yeah. all the time with what you do right yeah absolutely i have a i have a question too um going back to modson somebody like that who has really been in the situations that you want to be in he's lived that life he's perfected his craft you go on tour with him what what do you what is that like what are you learning from him each day <sighs> uh that I'll try not to like get teary out over that because that was a big moment for me in my life um, because I skipped prom to see Mod Son and Mac Miller perform and I would wait four hours outside of his show before doors would open like that man is a big inspiration to me and the reason why is because he's not only a singer songwriter he was a percussionist just like me he's published many books he's an artist and he's not afraid to express himself and he's one of those people throughout high school throughout all these times where he was close to our hometown and and he pushed me to keep going throughout these times. The man hustled so hard. He used to like, he used to perform at birthday parties in Prior Lake. I, he, I remember seeing him on the res, like with Sean Bryant and like all these people, like, and it, the, the, the way when I hopped on tour from him, the things I learned was the same thing I've always seen. The work ethic is unbelievable. And that man did not stop. He was always on time. He made sure everyone in his camp was on time. Like he performed with every every piece of energy he could give to the crowd he would and like that is super impressive to me that he could every night for three nights that i saw him three nights straight give the, give the crowd his all no matter what he was going through sound check everything on time like it's very impressive to see that man's work ethic and that's what i learned and and we talked a little bit in the green room and the shows and like you just tell me to keep going and like would really just push the work out of Got some tech difficulties. I think we're yeah, we'll yeah, we'll cut that part out, but um there's oh, cool. Fun. Yeah, I think, I think we'll hear it. But all right, I'm gonna start. Keep it, fuck it. Yeah, yeah we'll keep fine. it. We'll keep it. This is raw. 
But no, so like you were saying, Madsan will come out every night, bring his A game. That's just like your tattoo because Kobe come out every night, right? You never knew somebody new playing or watching you play in the crowd. And it reminds me, it reminds you to never take any moment for granted. Um, you never know when your break, big break's coming, right? And you got to be ready at all times. Is there, you got any, you know, a few tricks or anything up your sleeve to really keep your motivation and positivity at a high? Because honest to God, I haven't seen you for a while, but you, you are, are a very positive guy. I feel like you're always on top of your, you always got your energy going, right? How do you yeah, stay? man. Um, how do I stay like that? That's a good question. Um, honestly, it's to have a routine, but like everything else, like I know I wake up, I work, I do the same thing, but it's also to... It's tough, man. It, it staying positive. I mean, I'm a realist too. Like I'm very cynical at times. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect, but like, I think the biggest thing, I, the things that I've learned is look up, like simply look up. If you catch yourself looking down 90% of the time, look up, look at the sky, man. Look at the things around you. If you constantly keep your head up, that positivity is going to be very good. And I mean, it will build positivity is what I'm trying to say. Even, even just looking up while walking outside or something as simple as that, having a routine of being healthy and trying to work out as much as you can. Like, and the biggest thing for me is always to do what you love, which if it's podcasting, it's podcasting, but always make time for it. Like you always got to make time for the things that you love. That's why no matter what, throughout all the shit, I was still drumming in high school. I was still making music. I was still writing no matter what I was doing. I was always doing something. Yeah. A hundred percent. Find your passions. Cause there's a lot, like, even with my job right now, I, I, I just not passionate about it. So I don't give it my all. And to go off your point about being uh, kind of cynicism is bound to happen. I think it's finding a healthy balance when it does or being aware of it when it so you can kind of see why you're having those beliefs kind of go deep and see the layers. Cause I mean, that's, that's what I've been doing lately. When I notice myself missing something or feeling some way, I'm asking myself why I feel this way. Cause I dude, you can't, those feelings are going to happen. You can't be, you know, happy 24 seven as much as we'd like to be. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that hundred percent. I think Jake, if you're not passionate about it, quickly find out something that you are passionate about and just try things. People try to think like, well, how do I find my passion? It's never too late. Just try a bunch of shit, whatever interests you, man, try it. Cause like for me, it was poetry. I liked poetry and then I read books and I was like, okay, well, I like poetry. Let's just try writing the song. And I looked up, I looked something basic up. I was in band class. I would kind of follow the format being classically trained. And then I found out I really liked making music. And then I found out through that I was really good at business. So I found out, okay, I'm good at, you know, be throwing shows because I've been around it my whole life. Then I found out, well, I can talk about it. And I love, love podcasting because I love talking about it. I want to hold the legacy. So like one thing leads to another, you know what I mean? At all times. Um, and I did the same thing. I worked at a logistics company and I hated every moment of it. And then so I found out a way because I was doing 0% music and 100% logistics literally a year ago, oh. one year ago. Yeah, like I was literally maybe a year and a half ago and then I found out I quit that and found a different way to make my income and then found a way to get into music. And then I said, okay, I'm 50-50. I'm 50% something I hate, 50% something I love. Now it's, like I told you guys, 90% something I love and 10% something I hate. And that only took like a year, a year and a half to do with all the hard work and dedication. It's just taking that first step. And that's, I, I have, I've started applying for different jobs. Because uh, here soon, we're hoping, me and Nick, to go to Mexico within the next few months. We'll see what's up with the border. But yeah, it's, it's just taking that first step. It's crazy. A year ago, you were 100% zero. You're 90, 10 now. That's the thing. People think it's either going to be instantaneous or it's going to take forever. They're not willing to put in that middle work. And I mean, that, that seems like it's worked out well for you. I kind of want to get into all your business ventures and what you're doing with your entrepreneurship because that stuff is super interesting to me and it takes some balls to do it especially nowadays but on yourself so can you kind of give us the background of what you're doing in the business world right now yeah man so i actually have never even talked about this so here you go um I've, I've never ever talked about this and this just recently fell on my lap so i've done a couple shows with riffraff um and like a couple i mean like four or five shows with riffraff and my boss offered me a position doing head of merchandising for riffraff and i would be moving uh to start my real entrepreneurship life like i would be quitting my real company like a corporate job which i've never actually quit 100 percent did something that was me and i would go to kentucky where he lives and i would start over i would live with him for a couple months 
I would do head, head of merchandising for Riff Raff and other clients that I can't say, but let's just say he's known for shoddy, fucking that type dude. Um, and, uh, and I'll be doing merchandising for those guys. And like, that's a dream come true. And that's just another step in the music industry. So I, if I do head of merchandising and move, and I would be uh, operations manager, basically head of the company I'm working for as a concert promoter, CLM Presents, I could do that as my full entrepreneur ride and just see where life goes. See, so, Jesus. So congratulations. I mean, yeah, first dude. of all, congratulations. congratulations. That's golf awesome. Clap. Golf clap in the Thank gallery. You. My God. We'll edit that in, a little golf clap. But so this, this just goes to show. Early on, the, 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 the group think mentality is to, okay, let's bully Kevlo. He's doing something different. He's, you know, he's going for it. He's going for it. This turns into fuel. All of a sudden, you start the domino effect. One thing leads to another. The other thing leads to another thing. And all of a sudden... You're merchandising for riffraff and shoddy. <laughs> so, I mean, there, I mean, it just goes to show like the power of positivity. And when you have a dream and you actually put one foot in front of the other. And a lot, a lot of hard work too. I doesn't come easy. It's a lot of hard work, a lot of long nights. I love it though, man. I, I love every moment of it. And that's how I knew it was for me is when I couldn't sleep, when I, when I couldn't sleep and I was already working 14 hour days, I was like, okay, I love this music shit. Like I got to keep doing it. And um, that's why I'm really blessed to be where I'm at. And again, I haven't made it by any means, boys. I, I still got roommates. Like I, <laughs> I'm not making thousands and thousands of dollars. Like I, I'm just happy to even be in the position I'm in. And uh, it, it's just fucking phenomenal, bro. I, I thank you. Shout out to my boy, Kato. Shout out to Mod Son. These two guys have really like been my mentors throughout all of this. And like, I have an episode on my podcast coming out with Mod Son in a couple of weeks. Um, and I got, it was so dope to sit down for like an hour and just have a conversation with him and like really just talk about entrepreneurship and talk about the different ventures you can go into because it's, it's never too late to be, to be an entrepreneur and really try. So, and I want to go back to the mentor thing, because I think some people have trouble kind of swallowing the pride, admitting that they don't know enough yet. And I think it's important to find people that have done it and not emulate them to a T, but look up to them, take their advice. How did that help you? Yeah, man. Um, first off, I'm a Leo, so I'm all about pride. I've, I actually had a girl dump me because she said, you're too prideful. It, I, I'm in a song called pride. Like it, it's a very big part of my life. Um, and the way to, uh, for me, it's not a thing about pride to be honest. It's actually about ego and ego. Is, uh, just listen to me for like two seconds. Ego is going to be not like, Oh, you're boasting yourself. It's a different side of you. It's not your It's not your conscience who you act, like who I'm acting out now, this is my ego portraying to you. However you are externally is your ego and however you are internally is your conscience, okay? That is what you need to drop. You need to drop that outer layer and say, I don't know anything. I need to be a sponge like you were when you were a child and really learn. And the minute you really drop your guard and actually become vulnerable and say, I don't know anything is the minute you will learn the most. And, you'll, and then after me, however you learn, whether it be reading, whether it be action, for me, it was just taking action and doing it. That's why I'm never not doing something because I'm always learning. I need to keep learning. Otherwise, I'm bored. Can you kind of speak on taking action? Because I feel like that's a big thing, even in my life, is there's a lot of people that will keep reading these self-help books. And it, I mean, those help, but I mean, taking action is where you're really going to grow and learn. So how do you, how do you get yourself just to say, fuck it and do it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's different for everybody. I, I think that the biggest thing for me was music is a big motivator. So I always find something to fuel my fire with music and taking action. Like for me, let's say it was, you know, the first step was to release, let the money rain to become an artist. That was my first step. You may not be the greatest at it right off the bat, but it can lead into something beautiful from there. I've never started the company in my life. I did the research and I made an LLC got over it. Okay. Once I did that, I then started a new company that has a purpose with the learnings I got from Winona state. Okay. And then when I went to college, what do you want to be? I don't know. Check a box. I was an accounting major, changed it halfway through marketing major. You know what I mean? And me and you had that same kind of path, Jake, like we did the exact same shit. So then I was like, okay, now once I did that, from there, I learned. Now I know I've had this group experience under my belt. Now, how I started a business, but I don't like the concept of the business. Okay, now let's just start going into something else. Like, it's I don't know. The, the really the first step, dude, is just to fucking do your research and do it. And if it's same, it's like, how do you explain it? Like, for basketball, how'd you fucking learn? Just you practice. picked up a ball. 
Yeah, I mean, for fuck's sake, you picked up a ball. Like, I wasn't good at basketball, and I told Taylor Johnson this, and he had a court in his yard, and he said, bro, come over, and I'll fucking teach you how to play ball. And I was like, cool. So I fucking did it. No, I swallowed. And I got like, that kid would made fucking made fun of me while I was doing it. But I learned. I dropped, I dropped the ego. I didn't care. I learned. So that's all you have to do. Yeah, because you realize that, hey, I don't know. Anything, so who cares if he's making fun of me? Because I, I don't no. know. And embarrassed, there's a quote uh, by Ed Lattimore. Uh, Embarrassment is the cost of entry. So if you're not willing to embarrass yourself, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be a master if you can't embarrass yourself in the beginning. Absolutely, man. That's why when I knew as an artist, like when I wanted to perform, like Yoki at uh, at our school lock-in, and we're gonna perform a song on stage, was at that school lock-in. I I never stepped on the stage before. After that lock-in, I was doing shows on shows on shows, and just got better at it. Yeah, no, I mean it's all about the process, right? You got to learn and start somewhere. I mean it. Everything starts somewhere. It's physics. <laughs> I mean, it's simply physics. And I mean, so you're saying, obviously, take an action, one foot in front of the other. The process just keeps going and going and going. But there will come a time where the men are separated from the boys. You're going to run into failure. Um, you're going to start seeing negative money in your account. Can you talk about keeping and persevering through those times because that's when most of the people quit it just is you no know? i'm laughing bro because i have lost so much like and, and, and people are like oh, i lost 20 dollars like i lost the love of my life over music i lost thousands of dollars i lost my home i lost my fucking bed i i've lost everything for this shit so like I don't, I don't like it when people are like, you know, the minute you see a negative sign in your bank account, which is a big reason why people stop doing whatever they're doing, or they're like, they have one person be like, this is not smart. You could be doing this, this, this. Obviously, the universe is telling you to do it. And actually, Jake, back to what you said, I have a different level of thinking than most. I think about it like this, very simply put, micro and macro level thinking. Okay, it's called a macro concept. You have a macro goal and you have micro tactics with a macro strategy. Basically, and for the listeners, definition, a strategy is a long-term goal and tactics are short-term goals to get to the, to the end goal of your strategy. And that's how I think. If you think macro and I think I want to be full-time in music like me, that's all I want to do. I want to make my living off music and make six figures. That is my only goal right now is macro. And I thought that years ago. Okay, micro goals. Become an artist, start a company, work in the music industry in different ways. Now just take another risk. Let's go to, let's go to Kentucky. Let's take on new clients, whatever it is. Like it always will lead to your macro goal as long as you're making progression. Like that, that's it. I love it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great way to think about it. It's uh, kind of like... The Nick's, Nick uh, is big into systems and doing systems and is working towards that one goal. It's knocking down a challenge, getting to the next one. And I love it, man. It's, I wish more people would be able to believe in themselves like that. How, how do you develop this belief in yourself like this? Like, you Obviously, you have a confidence. You have a lot of self-confidence. That's, I love it, too. And a lot of people are missing that, that. They're missing that aspect. Yeah, uh, the self-confidence thing, I've been told that a lot. Um, and, like, I think, dude, it really does come from what MJ did when he got told he couldn't do something, he would do it, right? Uh, and it just filled his fire, like you were saying, George, was that's the one thing I do know about MJ. He would always, like, he didn't make his team the first time. He tried over and over again. That's all it was. Like, I think the big reason why I had self-confidence is, I was telling you guys about the time I really remember was I marched on to a football field as a marching band snare drum person. And when I had, you know how many people went to our school, when I had hundreds of people chanting Kevlo and booing me and making fun of me and my friends and band were around me, I still didn't give a fuck. And I think that's what builds my self-confidence, bro. I remember the times that I was like literally shit off for this. And now I've, dude, I, there's so many times I've seen a prior late kid at my shows and I just let them in. I just let him go. I'm like, yeah, bro, you know what? Go have a good time because I like being the bigger man. Like, it makes me feel so good just to know, like, I don't know wrong to nobody and they still come into my shit. Like, it feels so good, dude. Like, you have no idea, bro. And I talk about this shit all the time. And when I was in, when I was in college, man, I still, I'd still had lost sight of that 
people around me in college really believed in me and my music, period. Go look up K-E-V-L-O-E right now. I'm proud of every goddamn thing I'm put out. I, I was actually thinking about making it, I'll let the money rain public because I still got the video. I never deleted it. I looked at it every day to fuel my fire. Still got it. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm honestly ready to run through my garage wall right now. I'm dead serious. I'm going to run through my garage wall. And going back to that, that band moment, so you're on the field. You're literally getting jeered by the entire student section, Kepler. You are. Like you, this, is a, this is a movie scene, but this is real life. And in that moment, you're probably too young enough to realize it, but I just hear so many times over and over these days by people that have done it, uh, people that have done shit, is the minute you get haters and you have haters, that is when you know you're on the right track. And I don't know when a light bulb went off for you or whatnot. If it did, I don't know. You're a smart guy. You probably had a million light bulbs going off. But uh, <laughs> at that point, like, you got to be like, holy shit. Like, let's go. I'm on the right track. Yeah, man. You know, the, the, the light, another light bulb for me was when in Winona, uh, the, the, the Korean kids, and I'm going to call them the Korean kids because I can call them that because they're my homies and I am Winona like they they literally called themselves fresh out the boat like they were they like would just but they they were my friends man I really I had a Korean roommate and this dude really like pulled me to a party once in a story bro like they drank from 6 p.m to 6 a.m like four or five liquor runs like these people went wild but one thing i'm bringing up about them is my light bulb went off because i showed them my music and they're the most honest people in the goddamn world and they were like loving every moment of it they knew all my words they waited for the next song to come out i would perform at these parties in front of like 80 people just because they wanted me to like they really enjoyed it and like that light bulb for me was like okay the minute i carry myself a confident manner and the minute i really take that energy and translate it into whatever my passion is it works it really does work it, it, it just again if you bring good energy to the universe it will bring you back like that's just how life works mm -hmm. and so by the way you got these fans right you're building up a fan base so to speak and you're going back conscious brain to subconscious brain beginning the podcast you have a choice to shape your own reality and surround yourself with positivity or negative and it sounds like the man that you chose to focus on the positives and these dudes that are loving your music and let go of the haters, that's when your world changed. You broke out of your Leo shell and became, you know, Kevlo, fucking doing merchandise for Riff on the road, making money, right? Like you chose your own reality. Uh -huh. Yeah, absolutely, bro. And like, and I think it, it stems back to like, if you really want to think back, like in my life, when I decided to be my own person was I'm the product. I am the product of a meth addict and an, and an alcoholic that, that that's what I am the product of. And like, I didn't, I've already, I'm already doing better than both of my parents ever have in their entire life. And that is why I'm the first one to graduate college in my entire family. Like that's why is because I wanted to accomplish so much and leave a leave a legacy for the next family moving forward. Like my biggest thing is I want to have a family and I want, I want to like change my last name and start a whole new legacy because I feel like I've done a good job of that. And again, if I die tomorrow and get hit by a bus, I'm still proud of who I am because I know so many goddamn people be at my funeral only saying good things. I've done some wrong to people and everyone's made mistakes. Like I have done wrong to people 100% in major ways. It really in major, major ways. Um, but I think I've made up for that by providing more positivity and giving people what I know and the knowledge that I can. I'm always down to help. Like, y'all asked me to do this podcast. Immediately, I was like, yes, I got no problem. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm totally down. So it, it's just one of those things, man. Again, I, anyone who underestimates a law of attraction, you're fucking dumb. Yeah. And uh, you said it best. With the energy you give in is the energy you get. Everything is energy at the end of the day. And that's... It's amazing what it, uh, the positivity, spreading love, and just being, I'm trying to think of how I can word this, just being love, I guess I'd say, and it just draws people. Absolutely. Also, if you want to be in business, have grit. Look up the book, Grit, read it, um, and, and think macro and micro, and really like, <sighs> business is tough, man. Like, it always just came naturally to me because I, I got 
I, I just like learned from a really, really smart businessman. I made my uncle turn $10,000 into a $10 million business. And I watched it the whole 10 years I grew up in Prior Lake was I watched this man build a business and I paid attention. And really like, I, I just realized the more confidence he had in these sales deals, the, the, the better he was. And like, I, even when people told me to not be confident or don't get too egotistical or don't feel your pride, which I've had women, my people I loved. I had one girl I loved to death tell me and actually Jake you worked with her um at that weird job that you had at, at working in like the the retail stores um you worked with her and I remember um it, it's like do you remember the job that you were like uh you were like in like a Walmart or like you were like oh yeah 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 okay yeah yeah uh just last year the uh sales job for Arden's one yeah I yeah yeah and my, my one of my exes worked with you uh funny enough for today yeah, yeah and she was like that that girl was like the love of my life bro and she dumped me because i was continuing music that's why she did it she dumped me because i was so driven on music and she was beautiful and she was amazing to me and i still fucked that up and now again i'm happy to where i'm at because if i didn't do that the girl that me and me and george were just talking about i would have never met her and that girl i swear to god is my soulmate so like i don't know the universe has a funny way of just giving you what you need if you put energy out there Mm -hmm. Yeah, and dude, if you chose her, you wouldn't be where you are today. You wouldn't be possibly going to Kentucky to do Rip Ross merchant. Yeah, yourself. Yeah. So yeah. What else you got for me? Yes. No, I wanna I wanna jump in here. I just saw you flex your muscle a little bit. You've been flexing figuratively this entire podcast. <laughs> I saw you literally flexing. You've been hitting the gym. I saw your latest video, Cool AF Challenge. Is it Cool AF or is it Cool AF Challenge? Yeah, cool. The cool AF challenge that I entered, yeah. So clearly you're in the gym. I mean, you look like a linebacker. You're ready to sack some quarterbacks. <laughs> Can you talk? I'm a fitness guy. I love this stuff. I'm a little bit about that. Is that teaching you a little bit? Are you using external forces, external you know, activities to channel your main drive and your passion for business? Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, I think I didn't even realize how much I love working out till college. In college, bro, I was 215, lean, looking good as hell. Like, I was, I was really, I was really killing it. And I, that energy and confidence I had in myself back then really is why I started a company and like really gave me the motivation to do what I wanted because then I was confident in who I was. And then it gave me that, that energy to then. I've always been good at transferring my energy into other things and put it into that. That's, I, take, I took the hate, turned it into music. I took the confidence from working out and put it into um, my business. Like anything that gives you good energy, anything. Like my buddy like, likes to meditate every morning and drink his tea and hang out with his crystals. Like that's what he likes to do. And he takes the energy and puts it into his business. Like whatever it is, business takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of power, like thinking, and it just takes a lot of strategy. And a lot of that will take everything that you got out of you. And you have to find the energy from somewhere. And it can't be artificial. It can't like some people who are like really successful in the industry. A lot of people be doing like Coke is the big drug in, in music. And I see it everywhere, man. And like, it's just sad because once they're off their, their Coke, bro, they, they're fucking losers, period. Like, that's just how I think of them as because you, you still in the morning, you need some Coke just to become like successful. That's sad. You're not going to last. You're not long-term. Yeah. It's just not sustainable to do that. You're going to burn out. And if you're relying on that for your creativity, and it, like I said, it's just completely unsustainable. You got to find it. Even even coffee and caffeine, it, it needs to come from a natural. Yeah, and it, caffeine, bro. That's the thing. That's the problem with me. I, I'll never get rid of that because I've I haven't touched a drug in my life. I've I've smoked weed and I did dabs, but I never touched a drug in my entire life because of my past. And also, uh, you know, kids in Winona would die a lot to that shit. And rest in peace to those that I'm sure we know a couple. Um, and then like, you know, like alcohol, uh, never really big fan. Drank some, but never been a big fan. Um, so caffeine's the only drug for me that's been a problem because I've had that since I was 13 years old. Minimum two cups a day is a problem, boys. I need to get off that shit. That's why I'm drinking tea right now. Like I got caffeine in me all the time. Honestly, it's Thursday, Thursday. I got uh I got a glass of wine with me. I'll come clean right now. I mean, I don't need the wine, but it makes me feel good. Feel good. It's been a long time. <laughs> come clean. He goes, I'll come clean. <laughs> but uh, no, so honestly, you were just talking about your buddy. He meditates. He's got his crystals and whatnot. And 
to whoever's listening to this. I don't know who you are, but there's probably got some people judging out there, right? Like they're saying, what the hell is that? What does that do? That would never work for me. Like, what are you talking about? And honestly, like you're saying, just find something that works for you then. If you're going to hate on that, go for it. It takes more neg- It takes more energy to be negative than positive. So A, go ahead and hold your grudge against whatever. Go ahead and shorten your life with energy that's negative, sure. <laughs> but on the other side of things, saying Kevlaw, there's always something for somebody out there. Just find what works for you, right? I mean, you don't got to be like everybody else. You don't got to work out. You don't got to get crystals. You don't got to this. But you know stuff that you like and stuff will work for you and your unique situation, right? I mean, am I speaking yeah. to you or is this wine mumbo jumbo? <laughs> no, you're absolutely correct, man. Like, and like my girl, for example, she she wakes up with like a bundle of energy somehow, but when she doesn't, um, she, which I'm like, dude, I, she like, I'm not gonna lie, boys, I I love this woman. I could live with a woman just fine, but when she's like, hey, wake up, I'm like, oh my god, like chill, <laughs> um, but for her. She literally will go lay in the grass because she loves nature that much. She's a, she's a conservationist. Like she's, she's completely sustainable. She's like super into nature and she'll lay in the grass and just be like, this is what I want. And that starts her day at, at, to the utmost best. She'll go in her garden. She'll come back sweaty as fucking tired, but she'll be like, I love life. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is that gets you through it. Like, and for me, my routine is to wake up something like it depends if I go to the gym or not, but like my main routine is to wake up, have my cup of coffee and like listen to some good music. Like, and that's what it is. Like, I always listen to the same three people every morning, man. I listen, and this is weird because my favorite artists are very strange. Owl City is my favorite artist of all time, period, end of story. Then it's Mod Son, and then it's Russ. And those three I listen to every goddamn morning. And the more I do, the, the, the better my day starts. Yeah, I love what you said there, George, just finding your own thing. Uh, I was actually I'm talking about the omnipotent psychic that we had on. I was thinking about buying some crystals from her within the next few days. I talked to her. I kind of got interested in the, that scene lately. It's kind of crazy. All that stuff. It, it may, it's so out there. And I think it just gets a bad rep. And I, it almost seems like it's purposely given a bad rep. because It's kind of like hold secrets to the universe or some shit. I don't know. But I, it's, it's very interesting. Well, and think about why it has a bad rep. I mean, the people that usually are quote unquote scared of it or, you know, critical of it. Probably got brought up a very strict upbringing, childhood, where you're taught that whatever you're not into is bad, right? That's what it is. You just grow up with boundaries around you and you just close your mind. And I, I think that's what it is, honestly. I mean, yeah, like, and it's also associated with, like, hippy-dippy shit a lot of the time. And, yeah. man, like, I stopped believing that when my friend Ashley Richter, man, shout out to Ashley Richter. She's doing big things with makeup. Um, and she's really big, man. And this, that's another good person to have on this podcast, by the way. If you want to talk about entrepreneurship, Ashley Richter, man, she, she follows me on Instagram. Go find her because seriously, dude, she really started her own business for nothing. And like now she's getting sponsored by some of the biggest makeup like, companies in the world. Um, but she really taught me about this crystal stuff and like Toro readings. Uh, Toro, or I think Tarot or Toro, however you want to say it, but those, yeah, Tarot readings. Yeah, exactly. Like those readings, bro. I did one with her. It pinpointed me perfectly. And then I did it again recently with my friend, pinpointed me perfectly again. It's really good for like finding a path for yourself and those crystals and shit. My buddy Miles, really big into them, charges them in the morning. And when he's feeling down, he'll hold one for positivity. And like, I've done it. I feel it. Like you can't get over it. Like you really do feel energies. Yeah. Dude, and that's, that's what I've been learning lately is that everything is energy and it's just cultivating the correct energy and being around the right energy. That's what I noticed too when I was sober is, putting yourself around the right people. It sounds like you are really doing that because it's a cliche. You're like the five most people you're around or whatever. And I wouldn't have been able to get sober if I was around a lot of the people that I was at the time. So my point of that was you can really feel the energy of the people around you. So make sure you have good people around you. Yeah. Everything's energy and everything's a frequency. Uh, I mean, period. That, that, that's very true. Cause that's why I love music. Cause those frequencies really, really changed me. They've been through my bones and without it, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Same with the energies, man. Like I've always, again, I call it a, a lot of people call it a vibe. A lot of people call it like a vibe. You know what I mean? You feel from somebody it's their energy and their frequency combined. That's what you're feeling. That's the vibe. <laughs> we uh, had on an author 
Chris, oh, it's, he wrote the Gamma Mindset. We did a book review, Chris Walton, and basically took a bunch of these scientific studies. And one of them was is that you literally do have an electrical magnetic field at least 15 feet around you, giving off your vibe, your frequencies, your energy. And so it, it is a real thing. Like your vibe, your energy, it, it is real, scientifically proven. Period. So, Kevlo, wrapping it up. Tell us right now, we just mentioned our tell us where you're gonna be tell you what's tell us what's next what's next man like that's so funny i do the same thing that wrap up my podcast like what's next man um honestly man what's next is like i told you hopefully doing some big life changes if that doesn't pan out i'm gonna continue to be one of the best concert promoters in the twin city area in the midwest in general because i do shows everywhere so i want to be one of the best promoters in the midwest Y'all are always welcome to come to the show. You're always free, no matter what. Anyone from Prior Lake's free show. Um, and honestly, man, like, I'm going to keep doing my podcast because, like, I got so many good guests coming. I got I got Modson on there. I got my homie Nate Millions. I got, like, uh, Augie 5000 from Go95 coming on there. I got yeah, maybe Young Gravy, the boy Gravy we've been talking about doing stuff. Like, I'm serious, man. Like, uh, it's going to be such a good time to have those conversations. And I'm going to continue to keep pushing my dream of music like I always have been. I appreciate y'all for having me on, man. It was a good time. Yeah, dude, this was awesome. This was super fun. Uh, I definitely get to a show, too. And there's one last question I want to ask because you are a very – you're very aware. You're very conscious. Uh, I just want, like, if you had one piece of advice to give to anybody out there, doesn't need to anything in particular, what would it be? Yeah. Ooh. Just one piece of advice in general? If you had one piece of advice to give to anybody, what would it be? Um, yeah, honestly, mods unquote, and it's, I've lived by it, and, I'll tell, and it's very simple, very easy. Okay. Not just the five minutes from now could be the best, best, like, you know, moment of your life. So really hold on to that. Again, five minutes from now could be the best moment of your life. And you don't, you don't know that in five minutes, you really don't know what the fuck's going on. And then the other one is that every flaw is really beauty owned by nobody else. Every flaw that you believe is in yourself Every flaw that you see in other people is beauty. I'm scared of that flaw because it's really beauty. Really hold on to that. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. Coming on. This was a great conversation. And honestly, a lot we share a lot of the same thoughts about the world, how it works. So just thank you, dude. Um, we'll make sure to get uh, promote your podcast and everything in this underneath and all that. So thank you for coming on. We'll get out to a show soon, George. Yeah, honestly, I. I this one incredible. We do share a lot of simple beliefs. I'm glad I had some wine for this. I just got a happy-go-lucky smile on my face right now. Your microphone's red. My cup is filled with red wine. <laughs> Everything is red right now. Red's the, it's the color of happiness, baby. So, and like I said, I was ready to run through a brick wall. You were just coming off with these motivational <laughs> quotes. So can't thank you enough, Paul. I'm yeah. sure we'll talk to you again and everybody out there listening. I hope you're feeling as good as I am and Jake is and Kevin is right now. And, uh, you know, share with a friend because I know everybody out there can hear this, can hear all the mm -hmm. messages that Kevlo just preached. And uh, I'm, I think, I'm no fortune teller, we know a couple, but I think you'll be back. I think you're going to be back on the pod. So keep doing well, baby. Kick ass. And everybody out there, we love you. Share with a friend. And um, you never know, five minutes from now could be the greatest moment of your life. So keep Damn straight. All right, much love, boys. See you later.